Welcome to the Scottish Watches Live Lugs Edition. This is the audio portion of our weekly Friday afternoon Scottish Watches YouTube livecast with all the gang, so you can enjoy it just like any other of our podcast episodes. Please be tolerant for any audio quality issues, as the show is a Zoom conference call streamed live over to YouTube. So relax and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Scottish Watches Live. Hopefully you are seeing this as the YouTube seems to have been a little bit delayed in connecting, but hopefully you're there and you're joining us for what I think is either the 11th or 12th time we've done this. But thank you all for joining us. We have our usual suspects plus an additional Scotsman replacing a Scotsman that can't make it. So we will start as we normally do. And on my screen this week in the top left-hand corner, we have joining us from somewhere that she isn't normally, but she's going to tell us where she is and what she's wearing is Sophie. Hello. I am actually in south of France in Marseille. I uh, braved the pandemic (laughs) and decided to to fly across the ocean. And I'm wearing a Omega Speedmaster with a blue dial. Nice. Very nice. And then next up is Sean. Hi, everyone. It's Sean from the Complicated Wrist. Um, today, I'm wearing my Omega Planet Ocean, the 42 millimeter one. Love it. Two Omegas in a row. Can we make Omega it? Brother. Can we make it three out of three? Because next up is Arthur. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I missed the memo. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm Arthur. I'm Tick Tick Room on Instagram, and I'm wearing my Black Bay 58, the black and gilt one. Good, good. And then uh, there's a reasonable chance this man might be wearing Omega. We have Philologus. Where are you? Hi, guys. Uh, Philologus from Singapore here. Wild wristwatch on Instagram. I'm wearing the Black Bay 58 too. So that's two instead of Omega. Two and two. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to break I don't have an Omega, actually. This man is almost certainly uh, key to ruining everything because next on my screen, joining us from Oz, is another Scotsman doing time in Australia. It's Alex, also known as the Watch Regulator from Fifth Wrist Radio. What are you wearing and where are you, Alex? I'm still in lockdown in, in Melbourne. So yeah, I'm wearing a very kind of lockdown watch. I'm wearing my latest and only G-Shock, a GBX 100, I think is the code for it. Um, yeah. Wait a minute, you don't wear that watch on your own podcast. You're not allowed to wear it on ours. I wear this in the podcast all the time. You need to listen more. <laughs> oh, well, well, actually, maybe should, maybe should. So next up then, let's see if she can balance the black bays versus the omegas. We have Stateside Sam. Where are you? What are you wearing? Yeah, hey, I'm Sam. You can find me on Instagram at Sam and Her Watchbox. And yeah, I went for something different today. I went for my Doxa Sub 200 on Black Band. Ooh. Reminds me of summer. And over here in Colorado, where I am, it snowed on Labor Day. So, oh wow, not, not liking the weather right now. Like the watch. Cool. Right then, Derek, it's up to you because Ricky's going to be no use, and I'm wearing a Panerai. So, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm I'm not going to help either camp. Uh, I'm Derek Hager in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm wearing my Anardane Model 2. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Bonus no no bonus. points for either team. Bonus points for a Scottish watch, though. And then <laughs> we have Ricky. Yes, we do. Where are what you? Wearing? Oh. What are you wearing? Uh, Batman. Oh. Because I took the Oris off. All right, okay. It's such a show off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, we were in Rolex today and I wore the Oris, so... He no. did. 
He did. He did. Oh, wow. Okay. Does, does that count as half a tutor and the tutors win? Yep. Ooh. Yeah. It's like it's exactly oh, well. Right. <laughs> both have the same tutor, so that just counts as one watch. So. Oh, I don't know, Sean. They seem to be making up rules on the fly here. It's kind of what I do. I just... This isn't who... <laughs> That's what the lawyer says that? Yeah. <laughs> there are no rules until I make them. <laughs> just in the same way that we give Rolexes, uh, you know, special names, the Kermit, the Smurf, etc. Rolex today, when we were in, actually named Ricky. So well, Ricky's one of the employees did. So from here on in, Ricky should be known as Barry. Uh, you know why you should call me Barry? No. It's because I've got two places in the waiting list. Oh, is that right? Oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First on the waiting list. That's anyway, right. so we were in there earlier on this afternoon and we saw some we saw one particularly stunning watch. I don't know if you're able to either share the image or just show it on the screen. I've never mm. well, I've I know of this watch, but I've certainly never seen one. I think this will be right up Sophie Street. It's not going to focus in on it. Focus. This one, a day date? No idea. Uh, What is it? No. Just a date just. Is this a date just? A bejeweled Mm -hmm. solid gold date just with gem set, Rolex gem set of orange and pink crown outside. And actually, Mm -hmm. it was pretty rocking, wasn't it? If you'd had 60 grand. We saw that. We saw that one. And what else did we see? We got to play with the new stuff. So, so that's the new mm. Oyster Perpetual. Yeah. It and we had the coloured ones, but he wouldn't show us them because somebody was coming in to buy them. Yes. So uh, that was that was our lot. So this week, what do we have? Uh, well, we thought we would focus a little bit on something that's gone a bit under the radar thus far, which is GPHG. So, that's because we didn't have the two broke watch knobs on this year. That's right. Well, we, we normally do the two-hour episode with them towards the end. So we'll see whether we try Seems to only be one of them at the moment. Yes, the two broke watch knobs. Is one, one broke watch knob one and guest. And somebody else. So GPHG, we're going to have a quick look at today. Sophie's still crying because she has not been invited to be a judge this year. Have you ever been a judge, Sophie? <laughs> It was no, I've never been a judge, but I've done. Um, I had a lot of interaction with the GPHD over the years, and um, actually, Tucker participated twice. So I was ma- I was not happy, and I let them know. <laughs> I think you know they they I don't know they just said that they had mixed up my emails that they couldn't send me emails anymore, or whatever. Oh, that sounds we'll like see about next year. <laughs> okay, do we so- not use that excuse, Frank? Yeah, we use that excuse yeah. all the time. Yeah, we didn't get you. Is email. that? Yeah, yeah, it's the perfect excuse. I, I, oh. I guess we don't have your email anymore. This is the long list. So there's a load of stuff on here. I'm not sure what the rules are as to whether if you just pay the fee and you send in your images, whether you get to be on the long list, in which case we should raise some money next year for putting like a G-Shock. Alex, we should get your G-Shock on the GPHG I think it, next year. It looks overqualified compared to some of these other watches on here, so... So I don't know if everyone's had a chance to have a wee look. There is actually a watch on here that somebody is wearing. In fact, I suppose, no, you're not wearing that. Uh, there is an Anne or Dane on here somewhere. Hey, so yeah, I saw that. Why don't it's, we start? It's, further, it's further down. I think it's at the Petite Aguille, which is... That's just every watch that's ever been made. I think it's just <laughs> stuff. There we go. That I was just it. Passed it. It was, it was in the, uh, the challenge category. In the challenge, they call yeah. It. 
Okay, so it's up a bit more. Oh, I can't see it. This is just gonna. You pass. You pass it again. <laughs> the, the challenge is right again. I think. There we go. There we go. So this is the green uh, Fumi Model Two. Is this the one you've got? No, I have the the pre the before they were doing the Fumi. I just have the regular blue color. But it's the Model Two you've got rather than the yeah. Model. These are these are pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see as to whether this gets through. It's obviously of no particular mechanical exception. I think it's a, a mixture of the early ones. These had ETAs in them, and the more recent ones have Salitas in them. Right. But uh, obviously the Fumi dial is what it's all about. Who else has actually seen one of these? Has anyone had the chance to play one of these at Why Not Watch Fair or somewhere? Is Sophie making her dinner? <laughs> I don't know. Sophie, what are you doing? She's in her kitchen. I'm sorry. It, there is construction in this building, and I hear the, the, the actual and it drives me nuts. I'm trying to find a room where you can't hear it. <laughs> so okay. I'm sorry. I'm moving a little bit. <laughs> Who's handling Anordine? Anybody else? Yeah. Me. Yeah, I was at Wind Up last year, and I think I got to see some of the Fumi DAOs in person. They, they're really good. They're really good in person. I mean, enamel DAOs are cool on a, all on its own, but with the with the texture that they're doing now, it, it has a whole different level to the to the DAOs. So so the, the watch is a lot more interesting for them. Yeah, they are good. They're quite spectacular. And they, they have to make an awful lot of them in order to get it in order to get it right. Uh, it's a nice watch. Yeah, yeah. What is the the challenge category? Isn't that like it's like sub five thousand dollars or yeah, that's what like it that? used to be. I don't know. This year it, I'm not sure how it works anymore because now there is there is the academy. It used to be that any brand who wanted to participate would pay 500 francs and send their file, and it would be accepted or not. And if it wasn't accepted, it was just 500 uh, francs that would be lost, and uh, that's it. And if it was accepted, then you would pay, I believe it was $5,000 or francs, to continue the whole thing, but then the watches would travel uh, because the GP had like this kind of world tour. I know they were going to Dubai, to Mexico. I want to say Monaco as well, um, and a couple other places in the world, and then come back to Geneva. And then the prize would be attributed to the winner in each category the night of the big event of the Grand Prix in Geneva. But this year it's different because the Academy, I guess, chose their watches. I think it's the suggestions of the Academy, but brands also submitted their choices. So what we are seeing here are not the finalists. This is, this is what it has been pre-selected. Out of those, I would think that the Academy or the judges are going to select maybe five of each category that then will compete the night of the GP. So I think this, the next selection is on the 25th of September um, from the judges. And then um, in November, November 12th is the night of the grand finale where one watch of each category will win. So this is like the quarterfinals pretty much. Is the kind of, yes, yeah. <laughs> so this is an OIC and Vice here, which actually Ricky was taking photographs of yesterday because we've got one of these in. Yes. Uh, I quite like it. You don't like it quite as much as I do. Really I a, thought it was a bit of a grindy mechanism. The bracelet is odd. Is it really mm. almost 16 millimeters thick? Is that right? I it doesn't feel that big. 
Aberdeen it's, doesn't feel like that mm. big either. It is a thick watch, there's no doubt about that. Is some of that domed crystal or something? Maybe yeah. that doesn't feel... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The crystal okay. is hard to photograph. There'll, there'll be a bit of that. So what watches have anybody been inclined to... What's this thing that's falling out the middle? This, this is the Hegget. <laughs> so my assumption is that... Did you that... make this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, this majorly uh, customable, customizable... I don't know how you say that in English... Uh, watch where basically you can have um, you have many options with it. You can have different cases, bezels. Um, the it's guy, a Gordy Hall watch. Yeah, it's it's it's. Um, I met him actually in Paris last year, and he was super interesting. He's like a major geek. Like this guy is super tech oriented and very geek, and he came up with this concept. But I know it's it's a very versatile. Uh, watch. I don't remember exactly what it does, but I know you can really have many watches in one. And its price is fairly uh, competitive, if I remember correctly. It's probably like in the three, maybe three, four thousand. Yeah, three and, and a half. less. Frank. Oh, there it is. Yes, three and a half. Okay. I'm not really sure that it wants a GPHG in terms of, you know, it comes apart and allows you to put other watch faces in or other straps. I'm not sure that's really what the GPHG is about, but I get yeah. up to the judges. Do we know like what it is about? Like an old pop swatch anymore? almost. It, it fits the challenge, right? The challenge is keeping track of all the dials and stuff when they fall out of the This is the challenge That's... category we're looking at, right? I mean, Ooh. oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one's got traction. It's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, it no. has no traction because I thought it was like, it's completely slippery and stuff. <laughs> Did you guys hear on the Hodinkee podcast they were talking about this saying, no, 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 it's not plastic. It's not plastic. Mm. Yeah. It's <laughs> me, maybe yeah. my ego that thinks that that's because they've listened to us calling it plastic. Right. Yep. That, you know, they have to they have to balance the scales. Mm. Uh, but it is, it's plastic. I don't care what anybody says. It's, pla- it's plastic. It's made out of oil that comes out the ground. Therefore, it's plastic. So, resin. Resin, yeah. <laughs> Poor resin. Uh, but, I, I mean, that probably, is that a worthy watch for this sort of category? I don't know. It's it's difficult to tell. So anything that anybody's like the look of? Well, it's the thing in the middle that looks like an unhappy face. That one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. yeah that's kind of cray. I don't even know how you can read the time. It's like the, oh, yeah. the counters look same color unhappy as everything fish. else. It, it actually looks like a Deadpool mask. If, if yeah, that's it's a grouper. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Grouper. I was. <laughs> a grouper watch. And grand. Yeah, it's you. You think that the? I suspect that the category limits thousand, and that, that <laughs> this is nine 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 nine. Uh, oh my god! Wow. Oh. I think if I you read that, that description, it's. Is it supposed to be an ant? Read that first line of the description. The, the, it's from the collection We Ant Story. Of <laughs> all ants is greater than the mass of all humans. What? I don't know, it looks like a fish to me. I see scales, yeah. I see the face of a grouper, yeah. and I see like an <laughs> alien. <laughs> uh, so there you go. An angry grouper. Quite <laughs> from coming from Mars. Sarpaneva. This is a Sarpaneva Moomin watch. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's quite <laughs> That's cool. 
I think that's all right. I mean, Sarpanave is obviously a, a decent brand, uh, well-made watches, and this is a bit. This is very whimsical uh, in terms of of, of Sarpanave. So I'd I'd give this a vote if they ever ask us what we think. There we go. I, I don't know how wearable this is. The Sarpanave. I don't know. It's. I mean, I I I love the brand and who's behind the brand, um, and I I this is really cool when it's you know with the uh, the doom effect but on the black and white version mm -hmm. not sure yeah oh i thought that was a black and white version that looked different under loom oops yeah that's what i thought yeah. oh it's not, it's not is that two different versions no i think I, it, no i, I think, think it's just the me. same watch it's just mm. loomed yeah so that is the loom yeah that's the loom. yeah well that's cool then i like that yeah, it's yeah, cool. that's yeah. cool yeah so you have to wear it at night with a UV light with you all the time. <laughs> How much is this one? Is it quite cheap? As all the best watch nerds do, it is 5380. So oh, that's pretty good. That's okay, actually. That's a good price. It's limited edition of 75. So mm. I, th I think that's decent. Mm. It's too Would you get that instead of a Ming? Yep. Yes. I the size so. is great, though. Uh, yes, I would. Now, obviously, friends of the show have been on this show as well. Landon, this is the Orage Tourbillon 1 has been submitted. Mm -hmm. I hope they will make the second round. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you've got to hope that, bear in mind, there's Tourbillon watches on here elsewhere, and that this is a Tourbillon featuring in the less than 10 grand section that yeah. they should uh, make it. So, otherwise, there's, there's no justice in the world. Uh, but then there is no justice in the world, so who knows? <laughs> uh, so that's that. Anything, anybody else? We quite we spoke about this briefly on the podcast. This brand, Itai mm -hmm. Noi. Anyone come across them in their work? Yeah, <laughs> I have actually. Itai is a very good friend of mine. I went to visit him in Israel and I went to visit his whole atelier and where he makes his watches. I met his team there. He's uh, he's amazing. This guy is extremely creative, and he's got a beautiful life story and how he became a watchmaker and how he discovered that his grandfather or his great uncle was a watchmaker before the war. And it was like his life story is fantastic, and he has the real, true love of horology and always comes up with something different. So, you know, you might like or not like the designs or the cases. The cases are kind of, you know, acquired taste. Um, but his complications, this, this case is, is more simple, but the other one has those kind of screws on the side. Uh, he competes in two categories, I saw. Uh, I don't know, I think the other one is complications maybe, or uh, maybe it's moon. Difficult to keep track because I know I love this Van Cleef. I have to say, like on that category, the Van Cleef and the uh, one right before it. This, yeah, it's so pretty. If you look at the second picture, it's like a bangle. It's very lady, uh, you know. It's very feminine, very pretty, yeah. and uh, and I love I love what they did. I think it's absolutely precious, and uh, the one before it. I don't want to monopolize the whole thing, no, but <laughs> this one, Sissy, or like the Imperatrice, um, the guy who is doing the, making this watch, his name is Roshan Martin. He's a, a, a very strong designer, and he actually created this, the thinnest 
tourbillon of all time that he never succeeded to fund in order to release it. So hopefully with this, he can maybe gain some visibility and be able to do his tourbillon, which is absolutely unbelievable. Um, he started this in 2015, this project. So hopefully, you know, he will be able to do it this year. But that watch is, is extremely rare because it has those pink diamonds that are argyle and very difficult to find on earth. Phil, I noticed that Wempe have like gone to town on this year's uh, GPHC yeah. before end. That year end's quite nice as well. It looks like a dog, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, they, and that docks the is in this category. In too. Too, yeah. 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 yeah How much is that one, Rick? Uh, so you've got the docks at the top of the page, <laughs> and docks at the bottom of the page. So the UN is well, actually mm -hmm. under 10 grand. That's, yeah, that's good. That's not, I mean, in all seriousness, because that docks mm. is for a UN that's cheap, and for a doxa that's expensive because that's <laughs> under five. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that I hadn't noticed. Mm. The that's quite interesting. It's 44 mil, it's a limited series of 300. Uh, yeah, that's mm. quite. Quite, quite. So this one is titanium carbon, and the dioxide is just um, carbon, carbon fiber. Right? Forged carbon, yeah. Forged carbon, right? Both mm -hmm. traction resistant. Yeah, <laughs> they have to. Has be. to be. You're a loser if you're not. Has yeah. anybody seen one of those reservoir watches in in real life? If you scroll down a little bit. In These the ones. There? Yeah. They're very cool. I've yeah, seen it. I've seen them. Green. How are they? I've never seen one in real life. They're cool. I like the idea. They're good. They were at Basel the last couple of years. Um, they were at Neiman nice. Marcus in New York, actually, oh, yeah? when it was open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a big watch. This is forty-five mil. Very much their dive watch, as opposed to Reservoir. Have something else in this contest. Way down here somewhere. If I can lay my hands on it, I have this one, which is the kind of traditional reservoir yeah. size right. and jumper. Oh, this is a... a They've Christopher Warded that one a wee bit. They have a bit, <laughs> yes, uh, to keep the theme. Uh, but there we go. So anything else take anybody's attention within... I, I, I had a question about this feeling. Is this... Is it me? This is oval, isn't it? This isn't round. No, it's round. <laughs> yep, it's round. It's just got things on each side. It's got archy horns on each side. Is it just that it makes it look funny? Because that on the image doesn't look like a circular watch. It's circular, Rick. Is it? Right, okay, it's just me. Just you. Okay. What, what's on the left, though? Does anyone know? Oh, what this is? Uh, yeah. Ooh, there, that's a good question. Can you zoom in on it by clicking it again? Uh, no, not on this It one. almost looks like some sort of like bezel lock <laughs> button or something. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but good lord, 48 millimeters and 17 <laughs> thick. Yeah, it says it's a special lock securing the ceramic bezel. All right, hmm. right. Go back one, Rick. Hmm. Right, and scroll. The one below the doxa has got the worst iPhone photo ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little, little drab. Quick, we need like to submit that. a photo. Quick, guys, let's get their iPhone with them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is such, oh, such God, a bad-looking watch. I'm not, not quite a very good Photoshop the background out. <laughs> it looks like a fake on eBay. 
It's limited to 500 pieces. How many pieces does everybody think they'll actually make? <laughs> One. Five. Uh, that Stat. is some. I'm not sure they even made that one. <laughs> I think that just is. There's <laughs> another Wimpy here. There. Somebody's just thrown that in and went, here's 500 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's more Wempies. Uh, the Moser, which is another Doxa. Uh, yeah, Corvo Sobrinos also has a yeah. couple. That looked good. That Corvo Sobrinos uh, chronograph looked really interesting. A... Not a brand you hear a lot about, at least over here in the state. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's a nice looking watch. It's kind of Mont Blancish. It's nice. Yeah, mm. it's 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 really the, nice. The lugs make me think corn de bach a little bit. Yeah. Reminds me of a Walkman, like mm. way back. Cool. Good. Oh, so Alex, you've been quite quiet. I know it's like three o'clock in the morning where you are. Uh, have you just done no research whatsoever as you normally do? In your I've done so much research. I've done at least a hundred percent more research than I do for my show. Okay. Um, I like the Josh Shapiro uh, meteorite dial. Right, where am I going to find that? Uh, <laughs> Up or down? Now you're asking. Back down, 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 down the way. Good. It was near something you were looking at earlier. Okay. Top, middle, or bottom. Uh, Higher or lower, higher or lower, Josh Shapiro. Right, whoever can find it first wins absolutely nothing. This is going to make a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, just the, the audio. There we go. There yeah, we yeah, infinity meteorite. A little bit, a little bit back up. Okay. Right, got <laughs> right there. Oh, there we go. It's all, it's all blending into one oh. here at uh, Director HQ. Yeah, so Jet, so explain to me who this chap is. He's he's just an American. I say just an American watchmaker. Um, <laughs> we've spoken to him. Uh, uh, a couple of us have spoken to him, and one one of our guys got got him to make a watch for him. Um, he's just like a really passionate watchmaker, but his uh, the finish he does on the dial is supposed to be really kind of painstaking to get to get right. Um, and he's doing it obviously in meteorite and i know everyone does meteorite now and that's like uh, along with carbon cases meteorite dials are like everyone's doing it um but it's just from what i understand and from listening to to him talking about it it it's like a real long process to get the dial right and again i know lots of watchmakers say that as well like oh we have to make 100 dials to get one that's right but uh, from what I understand, that's definitely the case. The case with this one, I, I know um, a little bit more about that. I saw him talk at the Horological Society. So he's based in in California, and he does like hand engine turning of the of the dials, and he yeah. has like a proprietary design that he calls the Infinity Weave, uh, that I guess nobody else does on on those those engine turning machines. So that's his his thing. And what's he using as movements? Uh, I'm not sure. It's something. It's, it's something a little bit higher end, but I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. I don't think it's his own. I don't think it's his own. No, it's not. Uh, it's not movement. his own. Yeah. Manual winding, mechanical. I don't know what it is. It doesn't really say. Like it In the like description down there, it says if you scroll down, Rick, in-house manufacturing caliber from Renwork Dresden. All right. Okay. Not familiar, but yeah. There you go. Cool. 
Kudok. And I also like the another difficult one probably for you to find, even though it was near. Actually, you can see it there, the GOS top. Yeah. Yes. Right. I just really I really love the Damascus hands on it. It's, it's not my favorite dial of his. Um I'm not yeah, I'm not a big fan of that dial uh configuration, but just Damascus hands on a watch and the Damascus movement. And I know there's a couple other people doing Damascus type movements but i just think this one's probably one of the better ones that you can get but yeah i just think the hands look really cool the bezel as well something just it's just something a bit a bit different which is what i tend to look for now because everything else just seems to blend together a lot it's got a bit Very of a harry, harry potter feeling yeah right yeah <laughs> it was like gothic but yeah harry potter that. I, guess, I thought it was really uh, cool, and now you've spoiled it by calling it Harry Potter for me. So. <laughs> that, was a that was a compliment. I meant that in a good way. I mean, uh, Pietro from the Limited Edition has retailed these for a number of years. Yeah, he's a big mm. of them. So, yeah, if you want to have a look at the full range of GOS, you'll, you'll find them on his website. Uh, yeah, it's an acquired taste, but I think you can, whether you like it, you can appreciate what's gone into it. So that's cool. Okay, some final thoughts from anybody, and then we'll move on to hit miss maybe for some of the items for this week. Yeah, I think the the iconic section is really lacking on iconic watches. Yes, that's a very good point. I mean, I can probably name the, I can probably name the Doxa maybe and the the Portuguesa. I mean, other than that, you really don't see anything that is i mean stands out last year's one was the ap uh, ap jumbo salmon so that one is a clear winner I, this one i think i think the iwc takes it probably i think bulgari is going to take it this year i like that I, uh, yeah i'm one. between bulgari may, hope maybe piaget with the altiplano it's quite iconic with a very flat movement very thin movement yeah but does I, anybody know what the requirement is to be in the iconic category? Pay the fee. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> no idea. Just the pick here, I just judged off the name, man. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, agree. I think that that is actually the most iconic one there because I think that's the only watch. Apart from the fact that it says Bulgari around the outside, so maybe it's plainly obvious that someone that wasn't into watches would see this and have some sort of recognition that they had seen it somewhere before. Let it kind of sunk into public consciousness. This Bulgari Bulgari uh, watch. I don't know what the Breitling is doing there. If you're going to be Breitling and submit an iconic watch, I don't know why you're. Saying... <laughs> Makes no yeah, sense. Should be an Abbey. Yeah. Uh, and the Docs, are, I think, is is an iconic watch. If you happen to be one of about a thousand nerds that know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a watch. The GP is quite iconic. Yeah, yeah. I I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, the case is really awesome. And yeah. it's growing on me as an alternative to a Royal Oak. I think it's now starting to not... That's because it's yeah. that Panerai-esque look to the dial. Yeah. But yeah. I think that Laureato was actually made before the Royal Oak. That design. Oh, is that so? Really? I think so. Um, I will I have to verify, but... I think it was after the Royal Oak, but before the Nautilus, I thought. Mm. Was it? I know that uh, I remember talking to GP at the um, SIHH about it, and I said, guys, I mean, this is like a Royal Oak. And he told me something about the fact that this was a model that was that was created before 
the Royal Oak or before AP mm. owned the design of the Royal Oak. And this is not a Genta design. Yeah. No, I mean according to the according to the description, they say the Loreto was born in nineteen seventy five, so the Royal was nineteen seventy three, but the Nautilus was seventy six. So, so you were right, Sean. Yeah, but they're good looking watches. I don't think they yeah. like yep. the credit they deserve because everyone just yeah. assumes it's another knockoff. But especially this black and gold thing, I think that's a really right. good look. Uh, although I think that's it's a great. limited edition, right? it's an onyx dial so yeah i i think i like it better for the fact that it has just a smooth dial right when it has the texture dial it looks a, a little too much like it's trying to look like a royal oak but this is sort true. of doing its own thing you know that's that's true like a beautiful clean look and i like that and I, mm. was it the early vacherons uh the overseas were they also using gp movements too like so there's i don't know they have some history like They've been mm -hmm. in this integrated bracelet design for a while, and I think they're the ones that are getting overlooked the most, even though it's compelling, especially when you can get them used for like six grand. Yeah. An issue with this watch is why do they need to put the brand on it twice? Mm, so, fair point. Yeah. I think they should either have just been confident enough to just leave GP on it and get rid of all of this, or put Did that... AP not do that with the Royal Local? They had AP and Audemars Piguet. I that is true. Don't know. Yep. Not anything. No. There is no AP here, right? Is there any AP in the, in the entire selection? Oh, and considering they won, did they not win three last year? Yeah, yeah but not even one in the selection. No, they've not, not submitted any. Hmm. Sorry, are there, are there deadlines on when when you can submit? Like if watches are after after release after that, then you can't submit them. Well, this is why there were a number of these watches were rushed out at the last minute so that they could appear on here after they'd been lodged. So like that Brightwing, for example, it was released the week, you know, a few days before this list came out. I don't know what the actual right. cutoff is. This is an interesting one. Then we'll move on. This is Constantine Cheek and Mars watch. This is cool. Uh, Does this tell the time on Mars? Is that the thing? Time on Mars and on Earth. So we've got Mars. That's so useful, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> All those photographs. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's a quick look at GPHG. It'll be interesting to see. I think it's another few weeks before the shortlist uh, comes out of as a result of this. I mean, what's that Bell and Ross doing? I was in it last year, was it not? Yeah, who knows? They all look the same, like Panerai's. I just got a delivery. <laughs> what did you get a delivery of? Oh, it's your Oris. It's... Hey, nice. Hey, it arrived. The red bar stuff. Should we do a yeah. live unboxing? I'll screen share A live you. unboxing. Here's a box. This will be horrible. So <laughs> you do that while I get up next screen. So the next watch we're going to speak about is actually a Frederick Constant, who I don't think feature in this year's uh, GPHG, while Ricky wrestles to get out of a cardboard box. Oh, come on, for any sake. How difficult can it be to open a cardboard box? Or, oh, there we go. There's nothing like an audio huh? unboxing. We've put the audio loom shot. We've done that. He's like the bubble wrap. theme music on in the background. Yeah. There you go. Oh, oh. Get the alcohol out. The alcohol is right. 
Wait a minute, that's a tiny wee bottle. I well, thought... that's small. It's okay. Roll it's in a big champagne bottle. Or did you like an enormous bottle of bourbon? It's so cool that they did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, I was noticing in, in the American versions of that box, it was bourbon. I think you got scotch whiskey, didn't you? Looks like it, huh? It's like they've robbed the local kind of... Uh, Wait, did you have hot chocolate mug? Yeah. No? Yep. Yeah, it was just the liquor seems different, I think, in the American. I don't know what that says. What it's is that? So I have no idea. <laughs> Water drop, micro drink boost. That box yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess the UK it. boxes are different. Yeah. I guess so. What the, <laughs> what the hell are these things? <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Uh, MDMA? I don't know. <laughs> so, who knows? While you're worrying about the instructions for there, let's share this screen. This is from Hodinki, uh, Alex's favourite publication, and <laughs> the Frederick and Highlife Perpetual Calendar Manufacturer. A couple of you thought that this was worth a look at this week, so who would like to lead us off talking about Frederick Constant? I guess I will. Uh, I thought it was an interesting release because it's a perpetual calendar in that oh-so-hot integrated bracelet look for under 10 grand US, which is pretty interesting. No matter what you think about the blue dial integrated sports watch look nowadays, I think it's a compelling offering for getting that much watchmaking in it. Like, And I mean, I think everyone hates the globe design on the watch, which is reasonable it seems unnecessary but otherwise there's a lot of watch there for the money yeah, yeah. is there the globe design on this one yeah, yeah the it, globe's it's more obscured in this one yeah so i think it's better that's probably the best thing about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three-hander is a little in your face with the globe yeah, but the i think this works. definitely has it yeah this is a beautiful watch Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. It's a classic. You know, it's like to me it's a classic solid watch. I love the bracelet. I think it looks fantastic. And uh I have no problem with the blue. But the price is just nuts. Right. Again, right. you know, it's also owned by the Chinese. So that you know, we have to keep that in mind. Even though it's Swiss made, it's owned by a Chinese conglomerate. So they can probably what? get what does the case yes. remind you of? Like the case shape looks familiar to me and I can't it, work out. It looks like an Omega constellation to me, the way they have it like divided in, in the middle. It reminds me of Yeah, maybe that's. Mm. Yeah. From, that. from an angle, the, the way the case joins to the bracelet really looks like the constellation. Yeah, it looks like a constellation with a, a Nautilus bracelet slapped on with an aquanet like globe pattern and boom yeah. <laughs> high life. it is a definite and now to this bracelet like but it's a little bit of overseas as well yeah yeah so what we're saying is just a watch then it just looks like all the other watches Someone wrote. <laughs> right it's a watch but you'll be able to get it and it won't cost you an arm and a leg and 10 years of waiting on a list that is true do we know if it's a perpetual calendar it appears to have pushers rather than being controlled from the stem so you'll have the issue of having to of how you set it uh, by the looks. It's not it's not like the IWC, right? Uh, so it's going to be a pusher uh, operated one. This is the if the picture will appear, which it's not. Uh, I'll worry about that. Wait, I was going to show you the three hand one. Oh, there's some horror stories there. 
Uh, there's the th that's the three hand where the globe is a lot more. Oh yeah, it keeps it a lot more visible. Yeah. No, I, I don't it like the Pan Am logo. It's just yeah, it's I was going to say the same thing. I don't think it's entirely offensive. It's fifteen hundred pounds. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's for for uh you know uh, somebody who is looking for a kind of daily wear dress watch sports yeah. wear with and for a Cosk certified. That's not bad. Right. Watch is not too bad. So let's do hit Missy maybe on this. I don't know if you Oh, I have to get my thing. Well, I'm just I'm gonna <laughs> do my fingers. <laughs> on your marks, get set. And the answer is uh, there we go. Uh, excellent. You can all see that. All hits one minute. Uh, yeah. That seems to be the conclusion. Uh, let's get back to this. So next up is, uh, let me share, is a GP. That looks oh, awesome. Beautiful. I really yeah. love it. Me too. Take us away on this then, Sam. Yeah, I I really like the the black dial, and but also having the accents of just the different colors. You got the silver, got the globe which is an odd choice but i think it's really 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 awesome you don't see that every day no and i suspect you won't see one of these every day at whatever and, and i think if i if i remember correctly the tourbillon is actually set on the plate direct directly there is some kind of an arm that comes out of the plate and the tourbillon is almost like suspended can you zoom in I'm going to try the, the actual site that this is on. It's pretty poor. There is, a, yeah, if you can get a... And get a better uh, look at it from GP's own site. Hold on, it's just loading. It's taking its time. I like the Constellation sky chart complication too. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What's the, the case thickness? Do you know? If is, is it like really raised or because of it? Oh, that's nice. Can't that's tell. a good guess. Yeah. That does look cool. It reminds me of the uh, GLC. It's got the world time. It's got mm. the cold complication on it. Uh, it is 22. Nils. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is it? Is that 22 mil thick, including the actual sapphire itself? Because it'll be quite thin, and then it'll have the globes obviously on top. Well, it's also oh, fair point. wide as well. It's like when you look at some of the MBNF stuff, and mm -hmm. it, like yeah, it just but, rises straight off. Right, good point. A side profile. Uh, I cannot see one on here. Regrettably, it's not actually a terribly good website. Uh, How much is this one? This, I suspect this is one of these, yeah, see the bottom where it says rest. <laughs> it's never a good sign. <laughs> that means it's affordable. That means it's affordable. You don't have to worry about the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's free. It's free. There's no price. Or it it's means so also if you have to ask, it means you can't afford it. <laughs> oh. It's such a part of My hopes and dreams. Thanks. I'm so sorry, Sam. <laughs> Okey doke. I think so. a live chat. Uh, I have to go uh, you know they haven't they've got a discovering shop if they did we could go mm. for that that would be quite amusing actually but uh, there we go so let's do the usual on this give us a hit miss maybe on your marks get set go 
And it is, it's a hit. It's a miss from Alex. Come on, Alex. What's your... Alex, you're tough. I've got to keep my, like, trademark negativity going. (laughs) It's 22, what is it, 22 millimetres thick? Come on. Okay, yeah, that's probably the one definitely bad con for it. There's a reason they're not showing a side shot of it, because it's because it's 22 millimetres thick. (laughs) Yeah, of how easily it could go under a cuff, for sure. Yeah. But does... Do people who buy these kind of watches, do they ever actually wear or is it one that just sits in the watch winer and they'd show it to people that they come over like, here, mm. I got this thing. I can't wear it, but it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Daniel Wellington, Alex, so it's really not up your street. It's too quiet. <laughs> cool. Right. So next up then, as we head in for the evening, is this... This oh. is a parking meter. This, oh, it is. this is no. such a good parking meter, though. <laughs> this brand owned by Bulgari, I want to say. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. what does it say? Well, Bomb. I need to close a door. So, talk amongst yourselves for two seconds while I do that. Ricky, so you're in charge. To say. I'm in charge. God. This, the side view is, is terrible on it. Like this, right. it looks, I think it looks okay from the front, but the, the side, it looks like, I don't know, an accordion had sex with a hockey puck or something. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty crazy at the side. I'm not, it's, it's like they've tried to do the kind of coin edge from a, a breggy, but it's just, it's kind of gone wrong. Is <laughs> Rick back or is someone moving his mouse? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's that uh, watch that you bought, Ricky, way back the Kickstarter one? It's not Isotope. What's it called? No, it wasn't me. It was uh, Ike Pod, and it was Simon at Portals. Is that not what really this... Ike Pod, yeah. And the case has that a bit about it, yeah. I think it's quite... Mm, I, was going to I say love cool, it. And then you showed me it again. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know how... I, don't know. I love you anything get, get jumping. Get a side view. See if I love anything jumping on the watch. Up I love bit. jumping hour, jumping minutes, jumping so they've made, dates. They've made the minute hand look like a coffin, Rick. You'll be right in there. <laughs> <laughs> I am a big fan of jumpers, it has to be said. It does It does win for the fact that it's a jumper uh, complication. I just think that is the coolest uh, of cool complications. I'm not quite sure why they've done this extra minute track within it, you know, as to... Oh, just in case you don't figure out that the little indices are five minutes. Yeah, Yeah, what becomes in between 20 and 30. (laughs) Uh, Just in case you needed uh, some assistance uh, with your your addition. I don't know how much it is. I've not seen a price on this. I think I saw the story. Is this this ever designed by Gerald Gent or is it just his name slapped on it? I think it was like in in the 60s. Well, in the, in the 90s, they were popular. He was doing the like Mickey Mouse jump hour hands. Yes, and that was yeah. one. That's yeah. true. This one used to be one of the Mickey Mouse, correct? Yeah. Those were cool. Kind, and kind were... of fun, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he set up his own brand, did this, and then it was taken over, and it was effectively shelved by, by Bulgari. And now, in the last couple of years, they've decided to, to bring it back. So there we go. So also pronounce buggery, depending who you speak to at Fratello. <laughs> <laughs> or monochrome and their <laughs> submariners. Did you see another of our staff get stolen by a competitor? Yeah. yeah it's, it's all it, about, all these 
are starting out at Scottish watches. We've got one's yeah. going to Fertella and the other one's trying to go to Time and Tide. It's yeah. it's outrageous. Terrible. Uh, and Ben Hodges disappeared as well. That's true. Although he was never one of us. Really? <laughs> Did you notice that there's a lot of yellow this year in watches? Good point. No, there's I, a that. I mean, I've seen yellow oh. so much and mm. even Sam is wearing yellow, which... I think it's awesome. It's a, such a great color on a watch. Mm -hmm. But this year I've seen a lot of yellow. Apollo 8 was leading the way last year. That's what it was. Uh, Omega, <laughs> Omega doing what they do best in trend setting. Just wait for that. <laughs> Spit out his drink. Well, well, the Tudor started it five years ago with the North flag. <laughs> All right, okay. So, <laughs> so the, the North flag has been the trend setter in watch <laughs> last five Does years. Does anybody like the North flag? Ever. I didn't yeah, mind I have it. one. He's got you one. Have one. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. <laughs> Tell us what you think about the North Flag, Alex. I didn't mind it. I thought it was just a bit something different. I think probably now we see all the same thing over and over again from Tudor. We should probably go back and celebrate the one time they did something a bit different from a Black Bay. <laughs> I can encourage them a little bit. Good point. Absolutely. Does the North Flag have the open case back too? Is that that was the watch they yep. used to introduce their in-house movements, right? With an open case back, which was big for Tudor Rolex type of thing. Kind of cool. Yeah, I, I think it's the only one with an open case back, actually. All right. Cool. I like it. The only thing I didn't like was the power reserve on it because it throws the symmetry off, and that's my big deal. Good, good. So give us the judgment on this General Genta hit list, maybe. And then we've got one more left. Mm. It's a hit from Sophie. So maybe from Arthur, maybe that's a kind of same. And in the chat, I see that Rob's on from Geneva Blue. Make sure you go out and buy your jack straps this afternoon. Put in Geneva Blue and you'll get a 10% <laughs> off your barking straps. Uh, so there we go. So that's Ricky, you didn't like it? No? No. No. I think this next one will be right up Ricky Street if he can manage to keep a straight face and not make any rude jokes. <coughs> I promise anything. This is the Purnell Escape to Carbon and Escape to All Black. Why would I make joke trick? I have no idea. I can't think that you would think that resembled any form of human anatomy. What? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Why would you suggest that to him? Why would you put that <laughs> stuff in his head? Like, he doesn't need help with that, right? No, I would say like, it reminds me of many more things. I mean, that could be the thing that Ripley uses in Aliens when she's got the machinery around her. It could be yep. uh, It could be a dune buggy. It could be anything at all. It, it doesn't resemble testicles whatsoever. It looks like Bumblebee from Transformers. That one in the, the yellow one, yeah. Sure. These are actually yeah. quite cool. I mean, I have no idea how wearable they are. Has anyone seen There's one? a click that video. They look it looks pretty crazy in the in the video. Okay, this might go horribly wrong. I need to get this rid of the sound. Oh, might... look at that. See, it's a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come out. <laughs> it's a transformer that gets got stuck. I mean <laughs> Doing a Windows update. Surely that's gonna break <laughs> the time you hit it again, something. Yeah, Play I, the I video again, let's see that again. Rick, let's see it again. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for the jokes, folks? 
No, no, I'm just looking at it. You could imagine Indiana Jones in the middle running away from them. Yeah. <laughs> or, or evil Knievel riding a motorcycle around in circles. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think the movement's cool, but I really cannot stand that open space in the middle. The gap. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like they forgot forgot something or, you know, and it's yeah. on every one of their watches, so that's a oh, problem, yeah. man. They've got room for another There's, spinning oh. ball. <laughs> the price oh my god springs, the price. but it's only 32 wow. hours power reserve what is the price half a million jesus i know it's crazy expensive it's and so by the way their loom is the same one as talker and they actually saw <laughs> what we did and then no joke and they went to the same manufacturer to make their tourbillon with the same um, the same loom that we did, like the hydro, it's hydro dipped, just FYI. Oh, okay. It's a hydro loom. They did exactly what we did. Oh, it's gonna suggest swap. So that's why they have a gap in, in between. They couldn't stump up for the extra complication because they all went to the loom. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> the caliber CP03. Hmm, that reminds mm. me of something. <laughs> It's the fact that they tried the letters before Disney sues. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I quite like that. Um, well, give us a, a final hit miss, maybe then. And there we go. It's a miss, I think. Overall, that's a miss. And the audience would the say, well, I'm not quite sure what the one doing. I gave the best score to. I mean, I know. I was going <laughs> to Rob and Sophie need to swap. So that Sophie can go on your show and talk about Talker every opportunity she gets on here. And he can come on your guys and talk <laughs> about uh, his straps all the time, yeah. So what we need is a Talker watch with a Geneva blue strap and then the universe will implode. Yeah, but you know what, Rick? You know what, Rick? There's actually going to be a Talker video on our channel next week because it's nearly done. Was that nearly a seg? It was nearly Wait, a segue. I just made. Yeah, nearly was. Oh, there you yeah. go. So keep an eye out for... In, so the, uh, in, in the in the chat, Flares said that last one is a miss, and that they'd prefer a hydro dip talker. Uh, ah! Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving one away. There you go. Hope he doesn't know yet. That's not a bad idea to do a game. We'll talk about it offline. We'll, we'll talk about that one offline. Because yeah. because our our prize draws go so smoothly every time we do yeah. them. <laughs> when they get infiltrated uh absolutely so there we go so what's everybody got coming up this week uh, alex what have we got to look forward to on fifth Earth radio uh we've got our big thing where it's just like tons of people talking over each other for three hours that's going to come out tomorrow and that's about as far ahead as it go i was yeah. speaking to jody and he was telling me that he enjoyed the recording experience with you guys <laughs> what did he say unprofessional or he said it was a bit long it was like two hours long but enjoyed yeah it. he had to he was like bursting for a pee by the end of it we were still trying to talk to him and he was like i really need to pee guys i need to pee but he also didn't have a drink with him which was such a letdown oh shame. scottish guys on the show with no drinks it will never catch up uh, and what about everybody else sam what have you got going on this week anything newsworthy nothing nope. newsworthy just what, trying what, to work and i'm actually i'm trying to get um the new seiko new seiko presage the 
oh God, I forget the, the it's the new one. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get one of those. Good so stuff. I'm excited. And has anybody got anything else that they're waiting on arriving? No Are we not getting all Daytonas or something? Did we not get told that today? Because <laughs> we got all these Daytonas, but there we have it. Uh, we we will see. I it's red. Rick, are you doing lots of reviews of things? Well, maybe why? Because you've done all these. Because photos. you made me go and like do photos of photos. lots of watches. I'm actually getting stuff like that. Watches that I've been holding onto for months. Hey guys, when you went to Rolex today, were the watches on display only or were they available for you to buy? Available to buy. Really? Okay, because I was in Paris. Huh, interesting. I was in Paris two days ago and I went into the Rolex store and they were just for display. Like you could not buy it. The uh, OP, I was looking at the, at the blue and the pink OP and they would not sell no. them. You had to order them and then it, they would just... That no, they weren't available date. from stock. These were ones that had been ordered in and customers had been picking them up. Over the, they only arrived over the last couple of days. Okay. They went in display cabinets. Yeah. Okay. But they reckon they had been close to the busiest Rolex boutique, I think, anywhere. Uh, yeah, been... because it's brand new and they oh. had their official right. launch a couple of days ago. Rolex have stocked them to the gunnels because it's the, only the second one in the UK. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Obviously, the man who's in charge of watches in Switzerland's from round the corner because he's from Glasgow. So there we go. So the Glasgow Boutique—that's where to go for all your Rolex needs. Hashtag very nice bonus. Anyway, so anything else for this week coming? It's Red Bar Global this weekend. Who? Is yeah, it's tomorrow. Hands up if you're going to be taking part. Arthur will be there. Yep. Derek, Ricky, Philogius, Sam. Are you not involved, or Sean? No, no Oris bears for you. Never mind. And Alex, you shun such things as... Of course. Anything organised, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for joining uh, folk in the chat. Bye. And remember, use Geneva Blue as your code on BarkinJackShop.com to get 10% off your Bark and Jack strap. That's Geneva Blue as the discount code. Uh, speak to you again soon, Rob. Uh, good stuff. Thanks all for joining us. So as I say, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from all of them. Bye. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. So there we have it for the latest Scottish Watchers Live. Tune in every Friday at 4pm-ish UK time to take in the full experience, including video. Also, remember to catch our other episodes, YouTube videos. Just Google Scottish Watchers. It's like the bat signal. We'll be there. This was Gigi at Time to Talk underscore Watches signing off. Goodbye and take care.